Hey, welcome to the podcast. This is The Surge Effect, and I'm your host, Mike Surge. This podcast will be talking about anything and everything. Life in general to current events and past events, and all things about this beautiful and wonderful world that we live in. And this podcast, well, it'll probably have an effect on you. Hey, welcome back to another episode of The Surge Effect. Of course, what we got going on in the world today is Russia invading Ukraine. So that's the news cycle. So that's where we'll start. A bit of a longer podcast today, just because there's a lot of information. So just a brief history, um, get right into it here. (laughs) There's just a brief history on the Ukraine. Uh, Ukraine was first uh, a democratic independent country in 1991. Uh, this year, they found voting for the first time, and it was a very uh, it was a monumental occasion, of course, for this country. Now, these two men at the forefront of the election fraud, um, it was called the Orange Revolution because Viktor Yanukovych, he was leaning towards uh, Russian ties, and he was initially declared the winner, and Viktor Yachenko, he was more for the uh, EU or the European Union. And he was declared the winner after a new vote was held after a bit of a bit of a revolt because of uh, Viktor Yanukovych first winning, and it was kind of a bit sketchy. Uh, in 2010, there was a further twist, and Viktor Yanukovych was elected. 2013, Yanukovych made a decision with the huge ramifications under pressure from Russia. Um, he walked away from the Ukraine uh, from being in the EU. And another revolution began because of it. Uh, Yanukovych, he fled his estate just outside of Kiev, is what the Ukrainians call it, and Kiev is what everyone else calls it, and headed for Russia. Uh, Putin was watching this, of course, from Russia, and he acted by annexing Crimea. Now, Crimea is a peninsula in the Black Sea, uh, just kind of still from the uh, Ukraine. And Crimea was given to the Ukraine from Nikita Khrushchev Khrushchev in 1954. Pro-Russian rebels seized two regions in eastern Ukraine, Luhansk and Donetsk. Uh, On July 17, 2014, Malaysian airline flight was shot down by these rebels with 298 people on board. Ukrainian forces decided to flush out these rebels, and the Russians stepped in to help fight alongside with these rebels. And after a series of talks, everything ended with the Minsk agreements of 2014. It was a ceasefire, military withdrawal, and elections were held in rebel areas. The Ukraine is still one of the largest areas in Europe with 44 million people with a landmass of 603,550 square miles, kilometers, sorry. It's a pretty large country. So the Russian invasion of the Ukraine uh, started on uh, February 24th, 2022. The Russians invaded the Ukraine, and Putin wants the Ukrainian to be back into the Russian fold. You can imagine being a democratic country for over 30 years and growing up in that environment and having some communist country just saying, hey, we just want this country. And your whole way of life, it just got turned on its head. Vladimir Putin actually said Russians and Ukraines were one people, a single whole. 
And Vladimir Zelensky said this in a news conference the day of the invasion by Russia. Have a listen to what this president said about the impending invasion and his country. Take a look at this. Поэтому сегодня я хочу обратиться ко всем гражданам России. Не как президент. Я обращаюсь к российским гражданам как гражданин Украины. С вами нас разделяют более двух тысяч километров общей границы. Вдоль нее сегодня стоят ваши войска, почти 200 тысяч солдат, тысячи боевых машин. Ваше руководство одобрило их шаг вперед на территорию другой страны. И этот шаг, этот шаг может стать началом большой войны на европейском континенте. Мы точно знаем, нам не нужна война, не холодная, не горячая, не гибридная. Но если на нас будут наступать войска, если у нас попытаются отнять нашу страну, нашу свободу, наши жизни, жизни наших детей, мы будем защищаться. Не наступать, защищаться. Наступая, вы будете видеть наши лица. Не наши спины, наши лица. So how do some of the Ukrainian people feel about all of this? Well, 70% of the people reject the one people thought. 72% consider Russia a hostile state. 33% were ready to take up arms against Russia. 21.7% people or percent are ready to stage civil resistance. And 37% want to join the European Union. Now, whether you believe Putin is invading the Ukraine because he wants uh, the Ukraine back with Russia, or if, like others might say, because he wants to uncover something a little bit more hidden from this world. For example, Putin himself even made mention to a, uh, in a video about neo-Nazis and foreign consultants. Not just any consultants, but American consultants. What does this mean and what American foreign consultants are, are, is he referring to? Is there something going on behind the curtain that the rest of us are supposed to know? Well, we are all going to get some information from the same media that told us lies about the Freedom Convoy in Ottawa. I'm just saying something that things are not always what they seem to be. Just have a look at this video of Putin talking about the neo-Nazis and the foreign control. Have a look. It is quite clear that all this is happening on the recommendations of foreign consultants, first and foremost, American consultants. Once again, I appeal to the Ukrainian armed forces. Do not allow the neo-Nazis and Benderites to use your children, your wives and old people as human shields. Take power into your own hands, like that it will be easier for us to come to an agreement than with that gang of druggies and neo-Nazis who have seized Kiev and who are taking the entire Ukrainian people hostage. Now Putin's going to do what he wants to do anyway, because he's a tyrant who takes what he wants by force with no opposition. This is what he said if anyone interferes with what he's doing in the Ukraine, this is exactly what he says. Whoever tries to interfere with us, and even more so to create threats to our country, to our people, should know the Russians' response will be immediate and will lead 
you to such a consequence as you have never experienced in your history. So basically saying that we're taking, uh, we're taking this and no one else is going to interfere. And if you do, this is what the consequences are going to be. There'll be something that you've never seen before. So here's Putin's own citizens. They don't like the idea of, of them invading Ukraine anyway either, along with a lot of our countries in this world. But just watch some of these citizens of Russia that are protesting against this invasion. Here's another video. Have a look. No, folks, I know what you're thinking. Looks like Ottawa, but it's not. That's Russia. And those citizens, they won't be being charged with little misdemeanor offenses. They'll probably be charged with treason or probably taken to prison or jail. And, uh, yeah, it probably won't be going pretty for them, those people that were standing up against uh, Putin and what he was doing. So on the day of the invasion, President Zelensky said to the Ukrainian people and to the world, listen to what this litter had to say. Check this video out. І я залишаюсь в столиці. Моя родина також в Україні. Мої діти також в Україні. Моя сім'я не зрадники, а громадяни України. Але де вони зараз знаходяться, я сказати не маю права. За наявною у нас інформацією ворог позначив мене як ціль номер один. Мою родину як ціль номер два. Вони хочуть знищити Україну політично, знищивши главу держави. Now this leader, it's pretty strong, powerful words, obviously, but he is not going to leave. He said he's going to stay. Even knowing that he is the number one target and his wife and children are number two targets. And if they're caught by the Russians, they're either going to be killed or they're going to be captured. But he is not leaving his country. He's staying there. So this is what the citizens of the Ukraine witnessed the day of their country being invaded by Russia. And some of these videos could be disturbing. So a little bit of viewer discretion advised here. Have a look at some of these. Пролетіло не видно українського герба, точно російські. 
прямо над котами. Прямо вот над котами летают, падлы. Полетели в сторону аэропорта, бомбят аэропорт, чути, что идет бей. Уже стук 30 нарукував точно. Right, check out this car driver. He's trying to drive his car down the down the highway while basically mortar fire is incoming and he's trying to dodge it. This is unreal stuff. Just just check this out. All right, now here's another clip from the BBC. It's showing the reality of what happens to its citizens. This is a BBC clip. Check this out. As we make our way through Kyiv, we find volunteers now bearing arms to protect their country. We soon see signs of a battle drawing ever nearer, as well as those bracing themselves for a last stand. Of all the places to get a flat tire, Alina's family now caught between Ukrainian artillery and the Russian front line. Elena says the whole family is very afraid and can't now go back to their home. And this is why. What do you think of what Vladimir Putin is doing to the Ukrainian people? This is him, Elena's mother. Now, these videos are just uh, a few things that the world has no idea what is happening in the, to the Ukrainians. Now, these human beings, halfway around the world, are being tormented and used by Russia for its own political means. So the Ukrainians resolve... I'm going to show you some videos of resolve and the test of fortitude of these Ukrainian people. What I'm going to show you could be disturbing as well. The first video is of a Ukrainian woman basically walking up to a soldier that's in their town, it's in their village. And she goes up and she tells him, here's some sunflower seeds. And these sunflower seeds, basically, you know, put them in your pocket because you're going to lay down. And when you die here, these flowers will grow. And she calls them a few other choice names other than just uh, occupiers and enemies. Have a look at this. Які вчення? Звідки ви? Які вчення? Ви що, росіяни? 
Какого хера вы тут робите? Ну, сейчас наш с вами разговор ни к чему не приведет. Вы оккупанты. Вы, вы фашисты. Мы... Вы пришли на нашу землю. Хорошо. Какого хера вы пришли мы... с оружием к нам? Я сказал. Женщина. Возьмите семечки, положите сырые, чтобы хоть подсолнухи росли, когда вы Хорошо. здесь ляжете. Сейчас наш разговор ни к чему не приведет. Давайте не будем усугублять эту ситуацию. Пожалуйста. Пожалуйста, не будем усугублять ситуацию. Наш Ребята. с вами разговор ни к чему не Ребята, приведет. Ребята, положите в карманы Ничего семечки. Не решит. Наш с вами разговор. Я поняла, положите семечки Хорошо. или семена цветов. Я... Вы здесь семенами я ляжете. Сделаю. Вы да, пришли на, на мою землю. Хорошо, я вас слышу. Вы понимаете? Я вас вы оккупанты. Хорошо. Вы враги. Да. И вы уже с этой секунды прокляты. Да. Я вам отвечаю. Все. Теперь послушайте меня. Я вас услышала. Не будем усугублять ситуацию, пройдите. А куда уже усугублять? Вы, вы пришли, блядь, непрошенные твари, конченые. Now that's a very powerful video for sure. And as she walked right up to the soldier and confronted him. Wow, that's uh that's ballsy. This next video of a Russian warship off the coast of Snake Island. Now Snake Island is just an outpost just off of Crimea. It's just south of the Ukraine. Now basically the Russians tell them from their warship to lay down your weapons and surrender. A little bit of viewer discretion advised in this one as well. Have a look at this. Wow. So these 13 soldiers on that island, the Russians told them to lay down their weapons and surrender. The Ukrainian soldiers just replied, go fuck yourself. Shortly thereafter, all 13 soldiers were killed. Those 13 brave soldiers stood up to that warship. Amazing stuff. Now, this next video is of the Klitschko brothers. Anyone who follows boxing or mixed martial arts, they would know that, uh, for instance, Vladimir Klitschko, he was the world heavyweight champion for about 10 years in the boxing world. Now, both these brothers, they're multimillionaires. They could go anywhere they want in the world. They don't need to be in their own home country. But they're staying in their home country, and they're going to fight in their home country. And this is what they had to say. Check these guys out. I'm calling to all the international partners to observe this strategy that is happening nowadays in Ukraine and this senseless war, which is not going to have any winners but losers. I just want to tell you we must stay united against this aggression, against Russian aggression. Don't let it happen, continue happening in Ukraine. Don't let it happening in Europe and eventually in the world. United, we're strong. Support Ukraine. Thank you. Wow. More powerful words. This should be a wake-up call for the whole world. Freedom, solidarity, solidarity. You don't just let this stuff happen right? Enough of this type of aggressive behavior from one country to another. 
The Ukraine is outnumbered, massively outnumbered by the Russians. Here are some of their military statistics uh, about active troops. Uh, there's 196,600 for the Ukraine and 900,000 troops for Russia. Uh, adding reserves into account, take that number to 900,000 for the Ukraine and 2 million for Russia. If you're talking about tanks, uh, 2,119 uh, for the Ukraine and 13,367 for the Russians. Armored vehicles, 2,870 for Ukraine and uh, 19,783 for Russia. Artillery, 1,962 for Ukraine and 5,934 for Russia. Attacking aircraft, 146 for Ukraine, 1,328 for Russia. Attacking helicopters, there's 42 for the Ukraine and 478 plus for Russia. On the sea, Ukraine has two warships and Russia has 74. Ukraine has zero submarines and Russia has 51. So with all this information on the strengths, at the end of the day, all is said and done, what would a country be prepared to do to defend itself? What would you do if the rules were different and another country attacked our country's soil? President Zelensky started by doing a few things with its citizens. Like it or not, here's the plan, he said. All Ukrainian citizens are allowed to arm themselves fully and even start making Molotov cocktails. Molotov cocktails, of course, are like gasoline in bottles and they put a wick in it and fire it up, kind of like napalm, and it just sticks to everything when you throw it and it breaks open. All males 18 to 60 are banned from leaving the country. So even as all the people are leaving Ukraine and hitting checkpoints, if you were 18 or 60, you are staying in the Ukraine. You are not allowed to leave. You're going to pick up a weapon and fight for your country. So these last two videos of President Zelensky calling on the citizens of their country. Have a look at these. І будемо видавати для захисту нашої землі всім, всім бажаючим, всім спроможним захищати наш суверенітет. Від кожного громадянина України залежить майбутнє нашого українського народу. Дякую. Так буде краще. Ми розірвали дипломатичні відносини з Росією. Україна захищається і не віддасть своєї свободи, щоб там не думали. В Москві Збройні сили України ведуть дійсно тяжкі бої, відбиваючи атаки на Донбасі, в інших регіонах, на Сході, на Півночі, на Півдні. Ворог поніс серйозні втрати. Втрат ворога буде ще більше. Вони прийшли на наш. Підранку ми маємо поранених військових. Там, де у лікарнях потрібна кров, будь ласка, прошу, долучайтесь. So like I said earlier, this is a bit longer podcast than, than my usual because uh, there's a lot of information I had to get out in regards to what's going on. And I just want to say a few words before I left as well. That I believe that this world has seen enough bloodshed and tribalism, in my opinion. When does it seem to be okay for another, another country to invade another country? Young people die so old men can prove a point. 
or grab more power so they can hold on to more of it. Hasn't this world seen enough wars and people dying for one reason or another? How many sons and daughters, as well as fathers and mothers, have to die so someone can have a bit more land or a bit more power? Wars have been fought for thousands of years. Tyrants and dictators who are power-hungry and are maniacal, bloodthirsty, narcissistic beings to who want more for themselves and less for others. When will this all stop? Simple question that I put out to the universe. When will this madness all stop? My thoughts are with those Ukrainian citizens who just want to have freedom and live their lives. My thoughts are also with this world of ours and is not as big as people would think. And all of us are connected more than one would like to think. Well, that's it. That's the end of my podcast for today. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. I hope you have uh, learned a little bit of something from it, uh, a little bit more knowledge than you had coming into it. Uh, don't forget my channel is also on rumble.com. And have a great day. Cheers, everybody. This episode sponsored by He Shirts, She Shirts. Go to www.heshirtsshishirts.ca. Just type in the letters TSA, the surge effect. When you check out, type in TSA for your coupon and receive 10% off your next purchase. Thanks for listening to today's podcast, everybody.